You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hello. This is the movie show. On Active FM. I'm Sesh. My name is Ryan. And today we are going straight into our movie show. (laughs) Wow. Here we go. So our current movie today that we were talking about. Were you expecting us to say the same thing there? I was like, wait, do I go with Ryan? Do I try and figure out what he's going to say? Do I? Yeah, no, that was was very funny. As usual, your movie show that is very, um, yes. Spontaneous. That's Spontaneous intro, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you're probably wondering, where's the third person in the movie show? Ryan ate him. Mm. Got really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I don't taste good, I'm just saying. So <laughs> next time you get hungry. I know, I calculated it, so I was like... Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're joking, Ryan. You can see we're talking cannibal. about a zombie movie, yeah, but we're not... <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely not doing a zombie mm. movie. Yes, Tim is on his way to the sea. The ocean. Lucky him. Mm. We are not jealous at all. No. Not one bit. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> no. But we will be hearing from him because mm. we know that he was looking forward to this film. And there is something he knows about the film what? or has experienced to do with the film that Ryan and I have not so we do need his thoughts because he he has a an extended view your thoughts are with us <laughs> literally mm. yes so we will be asking him and he's going to send through his thoughts and we will the play them notes. later on the show yes yes but today we are doing well i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to that yeah right i'm yeah. actually looking forward yeah, to that that's so gonna be cool. you don't want to move away from this podcast yeah because you might miss it. Definitely. We're not telling it. you when we're going to play it. Just going to be spontaneous. Yes. Like we were in the intro. And I'm just letting you know, I don't know what he's going to say. Exactly. So None of us do. So it's going to be a surprise for all of us. Coming up, yes. <laughs> so we are going to do the film Dune. Yeah! Sasha has been pushing us on this film. Reason like being... You have to watch it. You have to watch there it. There are many reasons, actually. So the mm. first reason was I saw Timothy Chalamet was in it. And I was like, yay! Because I'm a fan of Timothy Chalamet's mm. acting. I think he's a very good actor. And then we did a film... Was it this year? Or was it last year? No, it was course, last year. Of course it was this year. Wasn't it last year? No, I think it was... I've, you know, we do so many movies. Because I, th- I remember saying his film... And then Dune is coming out next year when uh, we did. I yes. think it was one of our shows from last year. It was from last year. It was yeah. right. So he, the same director, directed a film called um, Arrival, which is a brilliant film. If you haven't watched it, definitely. That guy's got definitely a uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, style. A style. Mm. He's got such a style. Yeah, he does. And I actually like his styles. I'm he's like got a very. He's actually. He's one of those directors that are huge in the industry. Like if you're an actor and anything to do with film, you actually know this guy. But if you're not, he's not like a, how do I word this? Like he's not Michael Bay, for example. Like, you know, everyone generally, there's Michael Bay is one of those directors that most people could bring up. Lens Flynn. Yeah. 
They're just like neighbor director. And those wide, uh, beautiful establishing shots. Yes, mm. this this director is not one of those well known among people who are you yeah. know like not big movie fans. But in the industry, if you listen to actors and that speak, when the fact that they get to do a film with him, you can actually see how excited these well known, famous like Jason Momoa. What what country is he from? He's got an accent. I just couldn't put my finger on it. Is he not French? Or I also thought he was French. His name's um, Denis Villeneuve. That's yeah. how you pronounce his name. Um, Denis. I, I think he is French because in one of the behind-the-scenes videos that I was watching, him and Timothy were speaking French to one another. Well, there Obviously, you go. Yeah, Timothy's French-Canadian, so he speaks French. But he's, he's actually a very, very well-known director. He's a brilliant director. His imagery, there is something about his... Whenever you watch one of his films, the shots are beautiful. Can I tell you something about his shots? Often, like especially when it comes to CG, because you look at uh, Rival and you look at this film. How did you find the third act of this film? It's almost like it just flashed before your eyes. Yeah. The beginning... You know what's weird about this film? So apparently, and Tim can tell, tell more about this, but apparently I haven't read the books... But there's three books that they they're basing it off yeah. of. This this film was half of the first book, so it's not even the first book. Yeah, it's half of. Yeah. that's why it starts off with part one. So already yes. in the beginning, they're telling uh, you. When I saw that, I was yeah. like, no, please don't tell no. me. No. So this is they've really started a huge mm. cinematic universe. I'm yeah. actually looking forward. Yeah. I, I'm like when it ended, I wasn't like ah, oh, I was like yes. Let's go. Yeah. Another That's one the of those. Thing. It's yes. one of the, it's like this is I'm excited like Star for the rest Wars. Of it, this yes. is actually like Star Wars. Definitely. Because with Marvel films, I think the difference here with Marvel is Marvel will end their film off on a high. Yes, they like end the story. Mm. Like you watch Ant Man and Ant Man beats the bad guy and you know the story ends. Then the post credit scene they'll like show oh flip, there's a new bad guy or I was oh, actually flip. wondering if there was gonna be a post credit scene. I was like, should I? Nah, just nah. Okay, go sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely a Marvel thing. But with this mm. film, it didn't end like that. Like, it literally ended in half, halfway through the story. You're just like, bah! Yeah. What? <laughs> I felt good about it. I was also like, I was like, yes, let's go. Now, I must be honest, I wasn't sure how you were going to respond. Is it? Because... This film, it's very long, and it's it it can it can because you know how you said with the, like Christopher Nolan films, it there was drags. A, there was a touch of drag, yes. like a very touch. Yes. But when when the second act started, I was like, "Yep, we're officially in the second, the second act." act That's yeah. when stuff started blowing up. I'm like, "We're in the second yeah, act." Yeah, let's go, let's go. I'm like, "Yeah," but then between the second and the third, I was like, Ugh, and then it uh, didn't it care, and I was like, "No, it was cool." Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I was actually watching a lot of um, sort of comments on the CG. There was one particular guy who was commenting on why Dune looks different CG-wise. And there was a, a, a list of items that he was saying. I'm like, sure, that is so true. So first of all, this guy does a lot of sort of a, a lot of practice. He adds yeah. a lot of practical uh, effects, in-camera in effects mm. within the CG. So for example, I know they had like tons of sand on set. So they like really use like sand. You know what they did with the sand? So they put metal plates. Yes. Under. You see? Didn't they do that in the desert? You see? Yes. As far right. as I know, they did that in the desert. That's right. Yes. When they put their, 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 their you know, when the when when those the worms sand worms, came, yeah. 
I'm, I was just like, man. The metal plates would vibrate and they could control the speed. And the crazy thing is that when you do something practical like that, you can actually build, you can now repli- replicate it in mm. CG mm. because now you've got a good reference and you're like, yeah. okay, that's what it looks like. And now they can replicate it. So maybe when they had a, when they had to do it in a bigger scale, that's what helps. But the sand and also they did something called sand screening. What? You ever heard of sand screening? <laughs> no. I'm going to tell you guys about it later on. Let's continue. Oh! Yes. Wow. I know Timothy Chalamet said that he was literally, he remembers filming two scenes with green screen. That's it. The whole film, literally everything else was done on location or on but, and the the, mm. the sets that they built were mm. crazy literally all the actors were raving about they've never been in sets like this because obviously it's all like alien I mean they're not on earth they're all it's an alien planet different planets yeah, yeah. but um, uh, Oscar Isaac said that he f- literally felt like he was on another planet because mm. the sets were crazy no, and they were good you know what I I loved about this film was the color of it like yeah. And the different, so each planet, you kind of knew where you were based yes. on the color that was given off. So like Crazy, yeah. either you were in the desert and then it was a lot of like orange, like yeah. the oranges, even, even when they were in, you know, they were, there was that like that huge safe house. It was like the palace, but on the planets and there were obviously no windows and stuff like that because yeah, it was it right. had to be fortified and stuff mm. like even the lights inside there there was like this orange glow and i know they spoke about the fact that because there were no windows they had to figure out how they were going to light it sort of and kind of what they did was they 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 almost did it like it wasn't direct sunlight. So it was more like sunlight coming through a shaft that now, you know, you, you so know, the secondary light. Yeah, it's like mm, secondary dance. sunlight type of thing. Mm. But the way they did it, where it had this like these orange, like there was this orange glow to it. So it yeah. was dark, but there was still this like that was really, really that was cool. on the planet, right? Yeah, that was on. Mm. I think it's called Erechus. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. I was it. also trying to pronounce it in my mind <laughs> when I was talking to myself while I was watching the film. <laughs> but then also the original planets that Timothy and his family come from. I loved how obviously that it looks like quite a wet planet, so it almost gives off like Norway. I think they actually filmed it in Norway, but it gives off like you know like Scotland. It's like beautiful. It's yeah. green and there's land. Landscape and Vast oceans. but it's often overcast. Like that's like the feel I got for yeah. for there. But there's life. There's like nature. It's and pretty crazy how they were they they found value in a desert planet. Right. Usually it's the other way around. You know, they like seek for a planet that's like. That's true, actually. And this time it was like the sand seeking, was so yeah, valuable. I mm. found out something interesting uh, in you, you know um, Corridor Digital. So yes. th- they they actually have you seen the 1984 version of this movie? I've seen snippets Absolutely of it. Absolutely terrible, and it looks Absolutely terrible. terrible. <laughs> but for for its age, for its time, it was actually actually Pretty freaking good. really. That really was good. the one where the Baron had red hair and Did like warts on his face, right? You, you know, okay, I don't know about warts and stuff like maybe. But Maybe. Th- I know the difference between one of the differences between this film and that film was the yeah. Baron and his planets. All of the people had red hair. Now imagine how they had to do the thing, you know, where they can have the body shield. Oh, yes, yes. They did it in this very weird, like blockish looking. Oh. It looks like it, it looks like it could be CG, but apparently they did some like matte painting and some like it, it, it literally that 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 so-called CG piece, which wasn't CG. They just. Did a lot of like sort of matte painting and a lot of uh, printing over the film and stuff like that. Took took nine oh, months sure. just for the one fight sequence. Oh, 
You know the fight sequence where um, now, okay, I'm not a person for names, but uh, Jason or his character. Yes. Oh, yes, where he basically dies. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about the wrong one. Where the main Timothy the, Paul. Timoth- his name. His character's name is Paul. Paul. Where yeah. Paul fights like that guy that's his teacher or whatever. Yes. That Josh sequence, Brolin's character. Yes. yes. It. It's the first time you see the shield that's in the it. film, isn't that's it? it? Yeah. Just that sequence took yeah. nine months to complete. <laughs> Wait, in the 19... The 1980s. version. everything was, is just like... Uh, yeah, okay, it's not this like... Is, this is really... But, but they were comparing... So they were comparing between the two. And uh, the 1984 version... Okay, for its time, it would have been really brilliant because there was no CG. Yeah. Um, but what they did and how they how they did it was quite uh, revolutionary. You know what's weird, though, is from what I've seen from the 1984 version, it's got a very... You know that like very sci-fi space space odyssey look to it. That's exactly what it is. Whereas it is sci-fi. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this film's actually got a very natural look to it, which is weird mm. because you'd think now they'd go all CG yeah. and you know like all crazy with now like what films become is actually let's do it for real. Like I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like in those yeah. days it was all about speech. Obviously it was, I suppose it was computer graphics. It was like a like, race to the best yes, special effects. Now yes. it's the race to who can do it in camera. Yeah. Who can do it real yeah. like we don't want to see Nolan s- takes the prize <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> you roll a, cab- a, a car backwards he, he literally reverse, oh for real goodness, he really <laughs> and has a person speaking backwards mm. in another language instead of mm. reversing it but um yeah exactly. that's that's film nowadays yeah but i think i think what i really enjoyed about this film the most is the imagery the imagery mm. was stunning well, and it was so different that's what they were commenting on, is that the fact that often this guy, um, this YouTuber that I was watching, commenting on, on what makes Dune so different to the VFX, he was actually saying is that often, now he was using a specific sequence within the film, specifically when um, when when they went to those, what were they called, those sand, uh, the, the harvester, the, 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 those harvester vehicles. Oh, that, yes. That was harvesting yes. the spice. And there's the one part where the worm starts approaching. Now often mm. what they would, they, would, they would have like a lot of quick, shots and like these good pan over the deserts and stuff mm. like that but the one part like uh the shots didn't stay static but it was calm enough because they were in those um what were they called those those things were those, crazy those, those, the egg those the aircraft crazy, the 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 yeah I've actually, they have a specific name for them ornithopter oh yes Ornithopter, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I pronounced it correctly. I actually broke it up here. Yeah. Ornithopter. Yeah, but those things because because they were in the the sort of hovering above the ground mm. and watching everything unfold. What, often what would happen is like you'd see a close-up of the worm then you'd see like you know the other guys on the team and this good sweep across mm. and they'd like really but they, the camera stayed with them within this vehicle and you see that often through, throughout the, the whole film. I mean, especially like the fight scene, that, that, that beginning part where I, talk, where I spoke about early on. You know, I was thinking to myself, wow, this is different because usually with fight scenes, there's a lot of close-ups. Yeah. You often actually don't know what's going on in, no. in the choreography. You, you, you just, just know they're beating each other punch, up. punch, hit, hit, uh, and then, but with this, and uh, I think Christopher Nolan's got, no, Christopher Nolan's also like pretty crazy, but um, uh, there, there was a lot of sort of, lot of like wider yes. shots, so yeah. you, you could really like absorb the fight sequence the, and and the, the the room that they were in. Mm. That that's what made it. You like really got this feeling mm. of like this this room and like their design and um. But something th- this was actually my point with 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 um with with Corridor Digital. I don't know if you know this, but do you know where the spice comes from Mm-mm. on the planet from the worms? Oh, flip! It's, it's the worms 
reproductive. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> Afterwards, yes. I didn't know that. I didn't but, know that either. But yes, that's, that's yeah. where this mice comes from. <laughs> How is this? I'm not, I'm fine. I don't even know. So it's like to. the worms are necessary, but. You and know. you know that the people on the planet, their eyes are blue because they were because, exposed because to the spice. Exposure to the, the so spice. that means that they're actually just being exposed to yes. worms. Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll what just do the worms eat? The people. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your brother there Ooh. flying by. That's very dark. So <laughs> <laughs> it's your brother's Hi, blue Billy. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's very sad. Okay, on to some lighter notes. So Hans Zimmer did the score. How crazy was the score for this film? Again. Like the sound of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I never paid attention. You did Right? How could you? It had all I'm the vocalizing and stuff. Like those weird sounds. Mm, I'm going to watch it again. Too. Yeah, Ryan, you need to go listen yeah. to it. In fact, I'll send you the, I'll send you the, the soundtrack. This film, okay. Something that amazed me about this film as well was that um, it was released when? This year, just two months back, yeah. I think. But um, the fact that I could rent it so early off Apple TV and Google Play movies was, and, and you know, it, it, okay, in South Africa it was 169 Rand. To buy it was 199 Rand. So for an extra like 30, 40 South yeah. African Rand, you could own it. But then I thought, yeah, I'll watch it once, watch it twice, because you, you got 48 hours to watch it. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it again tonight and I'm going to try and sneak it in tomorrow again. Wow. I'm, I'm going, you know what? This film is you have to watch honestly more than once, is yeah. too because also didn't you find a lot like the names of the planets, names yeah. of the people? There you was some stuff. there was some concepts you just like okay, I didn't catch that, but anyway, I'll come back and try and understand mm. that. But because you know the film's just moving, so for me, like you've got to watch it. You know, you got to watch it, and mm. and especially like if there's a sequel, like there's there's gonna be yeah, other ones are. coming out. Part two is confirmed. I've got to get like I got yeah. I really want to understand exactly what's what. And yeah. by the way. This is how Star Wars starts, actually. Yeah, no, I know. So this one I'll be in, right? This one I'll... Some of the stuff I watched, I was like, eh, Star Wars. <laughs> I'm like, this is like Star Wars. Look at this. This is, oh, this is so brilliant. So the composer, Hans Zimmer, is such a big fan of the novel Dune that he actually turned down working with Christopher Nolan on Tenant. That's the reason Hans Zimmer didn't do the score for Tenant is because he chose I'm Dune. I'm sure Christopher Nolan was also like, oh, yeah, oh, you do it? Okay, well, no, cool. That's cool. You go you go <laughs> ahead, man. Cool, and mate. also the director, Denny, um, he was also top choice for James Bond, No Time to Die, but he chose this film over. That would have been so... I feel like they need to let him do a James Bond once. Imagine him giving us James Bond. Yeah. Like, that would be very cool. Could work out quite well. I would be interested to see how he would... We'll have you on the movie He show. would do that. <clears throat> yeah. So, Denny Amville New also confirmed in a Vanity Fair article that his adaption of Dune will be split into two films in order to ensure that the original story would be preserved and not cut into a million pieces. However, contrary to the common practice of filming several installments back-to-back, which is what they did with Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, they actually filmed it all at the same time, only the first movie, which roughly covers the first half of the source novel, was greenlit and produced, with an optional sequel depending on how how well the first film, first film performed. And the sequel was greenlit the Tuesday after the film opened. You said that this was only like half of the, the first book. Only half of the That's first good, book. That's good, I'm glad. Right? And there's three books. There's three books. So we've only gotten one. We've only gotten half. We've so got half of, the, half of the first book. Well, it's... It, it's it's basically established the, the the story. Yeah. So for me, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm good. I'm like, yeah, okay, we understand these people and like those people. Those people want the planet, the spice. What are what are these worms? So now we kind of yeah. It was a good like. 
That's the thing. Some people might not like this film because they feel like it didn't go anywhere. Like especially <laughs> one of the things that was big was Zendaya's in the film and she's treated like a main character, but she only has like seven or eight minutes of screen time. You know? My wife said, wow, I wonder how much this chick got paid. She hasn't said anything. Yeah, that's the thing. So a lot of people were angry about how little screen time she got. But this is a, it's a, this is a, it's basically a introducing people to the world of Dune. It's, this is the world. These are the different characters, the different planets, even though half the characters died by the end of the movie. I was like, I feel like everyone that we got introduced to died. Like we have Timothy Chalamet and Rebecca Ferguson left well, type of thing. Well, I was going to say, what's left of his uh, whatever colony N- or as whatever? As far as I know, no one. Him, I don't know if Josh him. Brolin survived. There's a possibility he could have survived. I was survived. wondering about that. Eh? Yeah, you don't know. You don't know with him. But basically, all you know is that the mom and her son survived. And as for Jason, you know, I rec- obviously in the beginning, you're like, yay, Aquaman. Yes. And then he shaves. Yes. I, I he didn't recognize him. I, okay, I did. I didn't. I'm like, but oh, it's cool because hero, I, I had good. seen him. I had seen I've behind seen the scenes like stuff. Yeah, it was very weird actually to see because most of his I characters. Could, I'm like, wait, is that? Is that's, that? That's oh my god. And I was just like, wait, he doesn't have a beard. He doesn't look like him. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. I was just like, wow. Yeah, no, it's crazy. So in an interview with Empire Magazine, the director described the year-long process, year-long process, right, that went into designing just the sandworms. Year-long process just to design the sandworms because they're the most iconic creatures of the Dune saga. He says, we talked about every little detail that would make such a beast possible from texture of the skin to the way the mouth opens to the system um, it eats food um, in the sand. And it was a year of work to design and find the perfect shape that looked prehistoric enough. I must be honest, I I like the sandworms. I think they looked really cool. Um... I think the sandworm was the only thing in this film that I felt was the same as other films. Oh, serious? Yeah, I liked everything else. Every I, 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 I didn't just like dislike the sandworm. I just felt like I'd seen it before. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm saying that. But I've what I did seen like is that they didn't jump out. Yeah, no, no. And then, and then like. That was like, very realistic. Yeah. I, the, I think why I like them so much is because I was looking at, so while I was doing research, they would show some footage from the the previous versions that they've made. And the sandworms literally had like these four big, like big claw teeth that would come out. And it looked really, you know, like the old style monsters where it's like proper. I'm sure that was like the 84 version. Yeah. Yeah. So like compared to that, these sandworms are like way, way, way better. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe also, okay. I think you obviously they do pop up in the trailer, but the, they they give a lot of focus mm. to the sandworms in. And the sandworms weren't weren't really a huge part of the, the film. But you don't know that yet. Yet, ah. yeah. You it see, could that's be a, like that's this. the thing. You, they that could be like, a yes. huge yeah. Do you know that? So they filmed they filmed in the Jordan Desert, which is the same desert that they actually filmed Star Wars, which Oscar um, Isaac also was in, the mm. father. He was in, in that Star Wars. But it would get so hot that they had to shoot between 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. So 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah, they'd the shoot. the sun comes up early in the desert, doesn't it? It does. But also the problem is during the day it gets so hot mm. that you actually can't go out. So they'd film 5. So Timothy Chalamet literally said they'd film 5 a.m. to 7 a.m some days then break and only resume filming 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. because that's how hot it got 
Like that's a crazy and filming you know, schedule. And now that I think, it's actually quite a cool. Filming uh, okay, schedule. it is a nice filming schedule for the crew, but from a time perspective, the only thing is that they they in that country. So what do they do between yeah. seven and seven? No, seven and five. I know they they spoke about the fact that they had like they had air conditioned tents and mm. stuff like that because the the weather's so extreme. Yeah. And I know Jason Momoa during some of the breaks would actually go out and film. So he he would like he likes rock climbing and stuff. So he'd go out and film. And he said the one day he went out with a camera and he came back and showed um, the director. And the director was so inspired that the next day they didn't take a break. He literally went out afterwards and filmed. And some of the cuts actually, so some of Jason Momoa's cuts actually made it to the what? final cut. For real, yeah. which is okay. Pretty I'm gonna cool. watch this film again. Right, guys. Can I just recommend something? Watch watch a film before you listen to our show and after you listen to our show. Right? Because I promise you, when you watch the film again, it's gonna be like even better. Yeah, I must be honest. I want to go read the books. I feel I like don't read the you, books. you don't <laughs> have to. You don't have to read the books to watch the film. It's not like you you. It's not like you sit there like what. Although I think that you would if you have read the books and you've got a, you, you'll understand a lot more. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. So this leads us now to our time to ask Tim his opinion. Yes. Because the difference between us and Tim is we have not read the books. Not that Ryan's planning to, but oh, yeah. Tim oh, has. Oh, he's read the books. He's he's reading the books. So. Wow, that's crazy. First question for Tim is this, because this is a big thing when it comes to t- changing a novel into a film. Sometimes they do it brilliantly. Other times they, s- it sucks. It's just horror. Sometimes though, do you know that there yeah. have been cases where the films are better than the book, which is very rare. Eesh. That's very rare. But like sometimes the films suck compared to the book. I know, like for the Percy Jackson, se- Percy Jackson series. Like, people hated the films. They were like, they don't come close to to the books. So, compared to the book, was it better or was June a letdown? Hey, guys. Um, I think as far as it goes, linked to the book, I was genuinely surprised. I thought that the book is a very tough depiction to pull off. Um, I know they've apparently tried to do the Dune, make it into a movie a couple of times. Um... But I think this is one of the first successful times they pulled it off. Um, so I was genuinely impressed. Only thing that annoyed me was that this first movie was only half of the first book. And there's like three books. So that was pretty weird. Um, but definitely loved their portrayal. Um, I think it's very tough to portray the Dune book. Purely because the book is very... Like a lot of the stuff that happens is very... Um, psychological or it's a thought process and you can't really portray that without a voiceover Um, but it was a great depiction I love because I mean obviously with books you don't get a good depiction of like fight scenes and stuff like that so that was very cool seeing all those explosions and seeing the battle Um, definitely love that second question do you think it was a good idea that they split the first book in half um, I thought it was a good idea. I'd rather they slow down the screen time than actually use up too much screen time. So I think it would have, this was probably the smartest idea, that they would have probably ruined the first one if they tried to cram the whole book into just one movie. So I actually admired them for that call. Um, yeah. Okay, third question. Ryan, we have to answer this question as well because this is a good question. Are you ready, Ryan? Second question, I think it was a good idea. Was a good idea. Yeah. Oh, you think it was a good idea? Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks. 
Yeah. So, uh, my opinion there is, I, I, for me, it's cool. But for some people, I feel like they, they didn't enjoy the first one. But if they watch the second one, I think they'll appreciate the first one more. You know what? I think, I think, um, okay. But I agree with you. I'm just saying yeah. for the average person out I think there. If you have a foundation, if you understand exactly what's going on, I think the first one will most probably be boring. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah. But I think we need to say to people, guys, this is a this is a found this is they're yeah. setting a foundation. For yeah. me, it laid such and the the fact it's a it's a two hour film and uh, th- they were able to put enough detail. Yeah, that's the thing. Into what was going on. They don't. The, the director doesn't want to rush it. Yeah. That's why he. Nah, that's why he did it. it. Yeah. Don't rush it yeah. Okay. Favorite scene of the entire two hours. What is your favorite scene? Well, let Tim go first. Favorite scene. Oof, that's a tough one. Um, I definitely enjoyed the um, the scenes that pertain to like the worms and stuff. I thought that was amazing. That graphic depiction of the worms and how massive they were. Um, battle scene was also pretty cool. Seeing them shooting off all the guns and that was intense. Though when you saw that doctor betray them and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite scene. Um, the fight scene between him and that other guy at the end, like that last fight scene, that was also a pretty cool depiction. I felt like that was a little rushed though. Um, and I felt like with that final scene, it would have been better if they had given you a little bit of more, little bit more descriptions and stuff like that. Like I remember from the book, that the last scene, the reason he kept hesitating to like kill the dude, and they talked about this a little bit in the movie, one of the reasons that he did hesitate was because he'd never killed someone before. But that was that was why he asked the question, do you yield? Um, that was linked to like not wanting to kill this dude. The other, the reason he like hesitated to cut him and like he kept putting his knife and then pausing by the neck was actually because he'd never fought without a shield. You know, those like blue fuzzy shield things. Um, and with those, you have to pass through at a certain speed in order to kill the person um, or even like cut the person or whatever. So he was so used to having to pause and go through at a specific frequency that he he didn't actually like, he only clicked after a couple of times that there's no shield here, so I don't have to hesitate. And then he killed the dude. Um, but yeah. Ryan, what's your favorite My scene? My favorite scene, and I'll explain the CG, the CG side of this. I'll, I'll take the opportunity. So usually if you look at when they do green screening on a character, especially when there's a lot of explosions, yeah. if anybody who has filmed into a bright light or into if you've had a sudden overexposure of light coming into your, your camera scene, what happens? Mm. Your lens, your, 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 your camera brings down the exposure to, mm. you know, to... Compensate. S- to compensate. Thank yeah. you. But often if you watch movies closely, all right, there'll be explosions in the background and the actor's face is still well lit. So that's because <laughs> they filmed behind green screen. I loved the part where where the second act started. And um, uh, now the, I think it was the emperor, right? The baron. The, yes, them. The baron, that's yeah. it. That's him. They started coming and blowing up the ships and stuff like that. And if you watch the soldiers, and I remember the, 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 those battle dudes, whatever, the soldier guys were running. Yeah. And 
they would fall into silhouette and then mm. like explosion would happen and then like the lighting the chaos the way they were running the way ah the cg they had those things that came down and penetrated the shield. Oh, yes. The explosion within the shield, and then it like sort of pops the explosion. <laughs> just that whole sequence, I was just like, what? Like, is it crazy, man? This is I was crazy. traumatized. You were, in, you were in awe. I was like, no, they it. Was <laughs> They're coming. The chaos, the way they were running, like they were running back and forth, and then you, you see the front of them, then explosion in the back, and then they're running in silhouette, and then, ah, it was brilliant done. It was for me that that whole piece <laughs> that is set, film. I right was just there. like, wow. Yeah. Yes. My favorite scene is actually the first scene that they shot. <laughs> first scene that. They no, it wasn't the first. It wasn't the first scene in the film, but it was the, the first scene that was shot. So you know oh. the scene where the the I think it's pronounced the the oh flip it. The Jesseret, I think that's, uh, I'm not pronouncing it right. Those are probably one of those names I have to go past. Yeah, in the second you one. know the mom was in that. I don't know what it's called That thing with the ladies That wore black And then they came to see Timothy Chalamet's character And he meets the one That's got the veiled face And her he mom. puts no, th- no, no It's not her mom It's his mom That sends him is to it? To these people no, no, So in other words Isn't it his mom's mom? No It's not? No Why did I get the impression of that? She's part of an order, so she's part of them you type see. of thing. Okay. Yeah. So she, you know, it's the part where he has to put his hand in the yeah. box, and then f- he feels pain, pain, and she's holding that needle that will kill him instantly if he moves. That scene was, first of all, the set was crazy. The costume design, the costume design of the whole film, actually. Can I just state I the it. costume design was insane? Yeah. It was so different. Every single person was just dressed mm. brilliantly, but then also the the way. Like, I, I just remember sitting in the cinema watching it and, like, I'm thinking to myself, Timothy's got nothing. There's nothing touching him. His hand's in a box and he's feeling nothing. But the way, do you understand the emotion that was conveyed in that scene, both from him and Rebecca Ferguson, and that, for me, it was just mentally that scene was crazy. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know how to explain it. You like, nearly cried. No, I just uh, okay. sat there like, oh, my word, this is, this is insane. At that moment, I was like, Timothy Chalamet is a brilliant actor. He is overhyped. I'll give that. People overhype him. But in that moment, I was like, he's not. He actually is a good actor. I think he was a perfect actor for this. No, he was perfect. I could understand why because yeah. there was almost this. Um, you know, he's, he's. Am I right? He's part of like a royal. Yeah. A royal. Yes. Sort of the royalty. His father's like the. The top, king. The, yeah. The of, of that. The house e- of. Exactly. Arrakis. I think and it is. And I don't know if you noticed how he approached some of the, the men. He would like run up to, hey, what's up? And yeah. like, you know, he would like hug them. And for me, that was like a Timothy. Like often you see him like, I don't know. He he does it well. Yeah. It's just this thing he does when he does it yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? No, it was really cool. Oh my gosh, look at the time. Oh, we have run out of time. This is shocking. And we have so much more to say. This is such a good movie. You know what? We're doing a part two yeah. since they're doing a part two. <laughs> yeah. But we're doing part two to part one. Yes. If that makes any sense. That's how great it is. So um, we will be back next week. So catch us next week for the continuation. Yes, continuation. Mm. We are definitely continuing this Mm. because there is so much still to talk about. We've got information that we still need to fill in. Yes. So catch us next week for Dune Part 2 of Part 1. So this is Ryan. And this is Sash. See you next week. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Active FM. Our presenters, the best topics, the most entertaining presenters, everything you could ever want in radio. We're lifting Jesus up, we're lifting Jesus up, we're lifting Jesus up.
Radio has never been better.